And now, live in studio, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. He's a successful entrepreneur, published author, top listing agent, a real estate and finance expert that goes to bat for you every day as a consumer advocate. Your host and the consumer quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Yes, here we are again another day committed to picking a fight with the mainstream media and providing you the timely truth centered around real estate, credit, finance, estate planning, tax planning, and 80 other show categories of consumer advocate content. We're going to help you win no matter what you're facing out there. The only thing I'm addicted to right now is winning. Pull out your smartphone, save our consumer advocate hotline. It's 813-670-7372. Give us a call on our hotline. You can call or text our consumer advocate hotline, 813-670-7372. You used to call me on my cell phone. And you're going to need that number at some point, so lock it into your phone, 813-670-REQB. Also, check out our website, ConsumerQB.com, newly redesigned by the web design ninja of Tampa Bay. That's Tao Leonard. Uh, check out our website, ConsumerQB.com. A lot of information there. You can click on the Show Contributors tab. You can see our blog, uh, testimonial video- videos there for any business owners might be looking to join our, our Consumer Advocate content here. Uh, we would love to hear from you as well. And uh, we've got a great show lined up for you today, Intelligent Talk Radio. We've got some intelligent folks here in studio. And we're expecting a call in from the mayor of Clearwater, City of Clearwater Mayor George Creticus. And also in studio right here is Jason Avery, Avery Construction. Welcome back in, sir. Hey, man. Glad to be here. I'm sorry I can't stay. i got to evacuate. you got to evacuate? Yes. Her, off? Irma's on her way. There you go. Everybody's freaking ca- out chaos already. Chaos in Tampa Bay, right? Yeah. Hey, you never know. You never know. You never, never know. All right. So he's also an author of uh, Constructing Success as well. Number one best-selling book, Avery Construction. A uh, lot of wealth of, of uh, advice coming up for there. Also, Leo Kane back in the house as well. Good to see you back in here. He's uh, barrel engineering project manager. The streets were flooded, so I just decided to sleep in the studio overnight. That's why I'm back on on the show. There you go. Just hanging out. Salem Communications right here, beautiful South Tampa. And we hope the sun's shining. Most of the time. Most of the time. And we find out what a classy, what this classy LPGA tour player does with $195,000. Find out about that story as well coming up in the show. And uh, we got some great stuff lined up for you today, Intelligent Talk Radio, and we're helping you win in any marketplace. I want to let you know about a hot listing I've got here uh, over in Largo. It's a great opportunity, uh, 14465 Tanglewood Drive in Largo. This is in the Bay Hills subdivision, four bedrooms, four baths, $560,000, and it's over 2,900 square feet just listed, and it's a wonderful ranch-style pool home in Largo with too many upgrades to list here, and it's a great opportunity. you got a separate garage there as well. Well, great opportunity here with Platinum MVP Realty, as well as a $2 million listing just listed as well out in Kelly Road in Plant City, 5421 Kelly Road in Plant City. This is 12.89 acres, three bedrooms, three bath, and it's a beautiful property, over 20, uh, let's see, 5,900 square feet here. And total square footage is 8,100 square feet as well. Great buying opportunity. Country living at its best uh, right off of I-4 out in Plant City. So you're still close proximity to a lot of the different draws here in Tampa Bay. 
All right, so uh, we're here in studio helping you win. Giving a shout-out to Hula Bay, one of our restaurant partners. We enjoy Hula Bay. It's a great waterfront ambiance, excellent food, fresh sushi that's shipped in. The tuna shipped in from Hawaii uh, every two days. It's flown in, and you've got a great, friendly wait staff there, waterfront views. Great place to hang out is uh, Hula Bay, one of our restaurant partners here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. All right, let's jump right into it. Jason Avery's in the house. We're going to talk about construction, remodeling, and some of the networking you do as well. You are a great networker out there in the community, and you actually teach some of the classes for networking and the different uh, personality types uh, when it comes to to that, and you cover a lot of that in your book as well. Yeah, we're um, just fresh out of a home show this last weekend. We had at the uh, Florida State Fairgrounds. That's uh, one of the biggest and best home shows of the year, uh, put on by Turner Expositions, otherwise known as Florida's largest home show. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, great turning. Um, they literally pack in about 1,200 vendors. They pack in thousands of people over the course of the weekend. And, um, you know, just what a great opportunity is for people to get out there if you're considering doing a kitchen remodel or a bathroom remodel. You've got, you know, five or six contractors all in one room. So you have the opportunity to you know, interview those people a little ahead of time and right. decide, you know, your comfort level before you invite them into your home. So, um, yeah, exciting weekend for us. Uh, we've got, uh, you know, a uh, week's worth of uh, estimating to do now and, and follow up to a show like that. They're uh, un- unpackaging the displays and bringing them back to the shop, and, uh, and now it's off to the races. Uh, it, you know, it takes a while to sift through these things uh, to help people sort of prioritize what they're looking for. What Mm -hmm. we usually find is that uh, most of the people who get started in this really have no idea where to begin. Um, You know, they really don't know what things cost. Nobody's really giving giving them enough information to be able to make any decisions. So, you know, we put a unique spin on it. We do what we call a same-day estimating process where we, you know, just avoid getting too specific too early in the process, and instead we'll come out there and, you know, break things down for them into some ranges based on individual trades, sort of itemize it, give them enough information where they can start making some decisions and start prioritizing, you know, if I want the really nice countertop, maybe I can't have the most expensive cabinet too. We got to, you know, sort of piece these things together so that we can get a well-rounded job and um, also at a budget that they're comfortable with because everybody's got one. Yeah, yeah, the budget, being in line with the budget, not having, you know, there's so many bait and switch things you see out there, especially in, you know, even in real estate now, you're seeing different strategies where they, you know, they quote one thing, they get the listing appointment, they change it up, you know, and I'm sure in the in the remodeling world, you see a lot of that as well. Yeah, we do. Uh, a lot of people, I, I see it's one of two scenarios. Either a contractor comes in and they just sort of ballpark it off the top of their head. This looks like a thirty to $40,000 job. Right. And they're sort of weighing out the customer's response to see how much can they get away with. Right. And then they start working backwards from that number to see what's the least expensive package they can put together that's going to satisfy that situation. Right. And often you don't know exactly what it is that you're buying into until you've already, you know, written a check and there's you know money you know changing hands there's the other type of contractor i see that comes out there a lot and um they will tend to uh try and get too specific too early they come out and evaluate the situation say i'll get back to you next week and then it turns out three weeks later you're still hunting them down trying to get any information at all wow and um so in either of these cases it tends to make the consumer very uncomfortable so mm-hmm. that's why we take sort of an outward inward approach. You know, we're going to give you enough information today to give you instant gratification, let you start making those preliminary decisions about budget. Then when we meet again, we're going to narrow that focus some more through a design, more specific detail going on to on the paper 
you know, creating Excel spreadsheets that will really get down to the pennies. And, uh, and, and with that, now we're able to you know, paint a clear enough picture about not only what is included, but what's not included. And that's mm. sometimes what's left out. And uh, there, there's a lot of contractors that will tell most of the story. And, and then you're going to figure out the remaining part of it as you go. And, yeah. and, and when you're in the midst of the job and then you find out, oh, that's not included, that's going to be an extra. Oh, darn, I, I thought we talked about that. That yep. a scenario happens all the time. So that's something we pride ourselves in. They do that in. in real estate. You know, you see in real estate, they'll say, yeah, it's, you know, it's just a 2% listing or a, you know, whatever they'll say to get in there. But then, well, well now what do you want to pay the buyer side rep? You know, you got to have a buyer side rep fee. Plus we have a $1,500, $2,000 early termination fee, cancellation fee. You know, so that's a strategy that I've seen play out as well in the real estate space. It's like the airline commercials, right? Extra bag fee, yeah. you know, bag for your bag fee, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we, we try and avoid that. Again, that's what kind of what I wrote a book about was the customer's experience you know right that makes or breaks a difference whether somebody goes on and refers you on to their friend or their family if mm-hmm. they're going to tell a positive story or not how did they feel during the process i mean if everything was you know totally chaotic but you made them feel it was under control that they'll they'll be a, a great referral source for you right if, if everything is completely under control but you don't communicate that well and in their mind it was chaotic Again, you're going to have the, the, the horror stories. You're going to get the bad reviews, and you're not going to get the referrals. So you know, we've, we've gotten really good at managing the customer's expectations, learning to communicate things well in advance, and sort of prepare them for the worst and uh, so that when you, know, you get to that point in the process, it doesn't seem so bad. Yeah, I like that. You know, whenever you're in sales as well, you know, you, you definitely that's something that you want to think about is you want to, you know, under over promise under, you know, which, which side of that? Over deliver, yeah, yeah, you don't want to be on the wrong side of that because you get into that and you say, hey, you know, you, you have that customer that's upset at the end. And then it gets into especially with this social world we're in now, Google reviews, a lot of things happening and, and people anybody can go on any website and write it, whatever they want. And, you know, so you get into that thing. So you want to make sure. And then I, I read Grant Cardone's book, and he talks about, no, I don't under-promise and under-deliver. He says, or over-promise, under-deliver. He says, I'm going to over-promise and over-deliver, you know? So, yep. so now it's almost like I think with marketing today, like you, you have to have some type of a – and depending on the industry, it's going to be specific. But, you know, marketing today, you, you have to be a little bit, you know, out there. you got to be a little bit illustrious in, in making sure that you are promoting – you know, being your own promoter. I'm just, I'm a big believer that you will get further with people when you tell them what they need to hear and not just what they want to hear. Right. And uh, everybody wants to hear that you're going to be in and out of that house in three weeks with your complete remodel, but it's not going to happen. Yep. So why don't you prepare them for a six week project? And then when you get it done in four and a half to five, they're, they're actually excited about the fact that you're done early. Yep. And uh, it, if you're you know, trying to squeeze the price down so far that you can be the low bidder to try and win the job, if you feel that's necessary, you, know, you can't sell the case of your quality and, and process, right. and, uh, well, you don't leave yourself any wiggle room. So when that little unforeseen item pops up, now you've got to go back and beg it off the customer and tell them why that's a change order and that's going to be extra. And if I'm contracting $40,000 jobs and I leave myself a 2% punch-out budget just to kind of cover those unforeseens and not have to charge back a customer, that makes my project $40,800. Yeah. Do you think that $800 makes or breaks whether or not I win the sale? Right. No. I mean, and for every one that I've lost, I've probably gained 10 more because of the reviews of the happy customers. Right. Because I didn't have to beat them up and nickel and dime them through the whole thing. You know, if something, you know, small arises, just eat that and move on. That's right. You know, get the job done. 
that's what that's what we're here for. So I like that. More from Jason Avery coming up here on the show. We're also going to talk with Leo Kane. He's a uh, project manager with Barrel Engineering, and we're giving a shout out to the Maids Cleaning Service. They do a great job cleaning our real estate properties. Twenty four hour, one hundred percent satisfaction guaranteed by the Maids Cleaning Service. They are referred for a reason. So stay with us. Don't touch that dial. Coming up, find out what this classy LPGA Tour player does with one hundred ninety five thousand dollars. And that's the uh, the Ladies uh, Professional Golf Association, if you don't know the acronym. But a pretty great, a pretty great story coming up here on our feel good story of the week, and also talk a little bit about things happening in Tampa Bay. Stay with us. Don't touch that dial. Consumer Quarterback Show. ConsumerQB.com. Hey, this is Jarek Robbins. You are listening to the Consumer Quarterback Show with Brandon Rhymes. Please do what it takes to learn all that you have to to live the life you want to live. Live it fully and find a way to give it by paying it forward to others. Get in touch with Brandon online at ConsumerQB.com. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. All right, welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us. Brandon Rhymes here, quarterback show, platinum MVP realty, and a top listing agent in Tampa Bay. Longtime quarterback on my sports teams, former USF football player, uh, played on the inaugural football team at USF, and now we're quarterbacking introductions to our 80-plus show partners here with the Consumer Quarterback Show, helping you win and, and helping you with a lot of different areas, real estate, credit, finance, estate planning, tax planning, uh, health and nutrition, You know, lots of ways that we can help you, seven or eight attorneys associated with the show now. So we'd have you reach out at 813-670-7372. That's our Consumer Advocate Hotline, 813-670-7372. And you can also hit our website at ConsumerQB.com, ConsumerQB, like quarterback, Dot com. And if you're selling real estate, we'd love to talk to you there as well. Quarterbacking introductions uh, to our, you know, for transactions for our sellers and our buyers, investors out there. Check out PlatinumMVPRealty.net. PlatinumMVPRealty.net. You're leaving money on the table if you list with any other company outside of PlatinumMVPRealty.net. And we'll tell you how. All right, so we've got a uh, special guest uh, calling in today. In studio today, we've got Jason Avery, uh, Avery Construction. We've got Leo Kane as well, uh, project manager with Barrel, Barrel Engineering. And we're expecting a call in from uh, Clearwater Mayor George Creticus. Uh, Mayor Creticus is on the line. All right, send him over, Mike. Hey, Mr. Creticus, how are you doing, sir? Can you hear me? All right, we might have a little technical stuff going on there. Let's see if we can get that figured out. When we do, we'll go to the phones here. But uh, let's go ahead and bring Leo Kane into the conversation. Project manager, barrel engineering. What are you seeing out there, buddy? I'm seeing a lot of construction. I mean, the real estate market's still hot. The remodel market's still hot. As people, I think I said this a couple of weeks ago, as people can't find inventory to buy, they're just building up and out. Yeah. It's exciting times to be a structural engineer in this town. Going up, going vertical. You've seen a lot of vertical projects? A lot of vertical. Um, we kind of prefer the horizontal ones better. They seem to be easier for the contractors. There's less um, disruption for the homeowner. If you're going vertical, you definitely have to move out of your house for up to four to six months. And some contractors, as Jason was saying, will tell them, oh, it's a two-month project. Mm-hmm. And it turns out to be six months just between permitting and everything else. And then you have people that are in a hotel or staying or inconveniencing others. Yeah. So always horizontal is better. You can stay in the home most of the time. They work on the outside. There's usually only one or two walls. They're 
they're modifying. Right. It's actually easier to build as well, and you don't have to redo your entire roof line yeah. most of the time. Yeah. What about multifamily stuff? Are you getting into that? Are you seeing people building more multifamily or, or converting uh, condo conversions, apartments? Or, or is that going on again? It's a little bit tricky on the multifamily. A lot of the cities, Clearwater, St. Pete, Tampa, they're really trying to crack down on creating duplexes and triplexes and quadplexes because it creates a, an unsavory type of renter, a lower income renter, maybe predator type people who need to live in that kind of environment. So the, the urban cores are really trying to dissuade that kind of multifamily. And then you, you are getting the huge, the 16, 20, 30, 40 plexes popping up, but we're not really involved in those, those size of developments. We stick more to the existing, the existing homes. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So Mike's telling me that we do have the mayor on the phone. So we've got Clearwater Mayor George Credicus here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Hey, Mr. Credicus, how you doing today? I'm fine. I apologize for not being able to get to the studio. We had a uh, city council work session that went longer than I had, had anticipated. And so we're having to do it by phone. Sure. Hey, no problem. Maybe next time. But, uh, yeah, so what, what's the city of Clearwater up to? What are you guys working on over there? We've got a couple of things. Obviously, every city is looking at its budget for the next fiscal year, which begins October the 1st. And I'm happy to report that in Clearwater we're going to keep our millage rate the same for the ninth consecutive year. Uh, so that's a plus. Uh, we also are looking uh, in November we're going to have a referendum issue on the ballot for Clearwater residents to allow us to do a couple of things that we would like to consider uh, for our Coachman Park and imagine Clearwater Redevelopment Plan for that downtown bluff area. Our charter is rather specific, and unless it's written in the charter that, for example, we can put a water fountain in, we cannot put a water fountain in. So this is what um, the charter amendment that will be on the ballot in November will allow us to do. Very nice. I like that. Now, of course, we got we got a hurricane, hurricane uh, brewing out there. What, oh, yeah. what are you guys we, talking we about are, now? We are advising our residents to start getting ready now to pay attention to the weather reports. Uh, it's still a little early, but it, it's a little scary when you see the spaghetti models and then when you take into account what happened in Texas uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, you have got to respect the power of a storm. Yeah, absolutely. Got to be prepared. Make sure you're out there getting your supplies in order, get your uh, family ready to be packed up. And if you have to get that evacuation order, uh, where so that would come down from the governor then? The governor would step in and No, and say, actually, okay. uh, here in, in Pinellas County, Pinellas County would issue the emergency evacuation order, mm-hmm. and it, it would be up to the individual counties. Okay. So they're gonna. So if that came out, the county would say, "Hey, you, you, you know, we're we're mandatory evacuation. They're they're gonna make everybody leave." Uh, correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's- and, and the problem, you know, is yeah, you may live. For example, I live in a, in a tall condo, and I may think that I am safe and I'm not going to get flooded. And you know, I, I I'm not, but. I may lose my power. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bridges to the condo may not be accessible, and I may be stranded there for several days with nothing. And 
that's the danger of not following an evacuation order. Right. That's a good example. Great example. Um, Clearwater Mayor George Craddock is here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. I'm your host, Brandon Rimes. So um, we always like to talk about, uh, you know, sports events here on the Quarterback Show. And, and I've had, you know, a couple of great games over there, checking out the Clearwater Threshers game. And I know they had uh, Tim Tebow in the house. Uh, oh, yeah, that, that was an exciting, that was exciting. In fact, the Threshers set a, a, a record for the amount of fans that they had for the entire season. Uh, they just do a great job in marketing uh, the organization in participating in the community and being a, a true partner. Uh, in addition, Brandon, something that you hadn't read in the newspapers, uh, some of the TV stations covered, Clearwater was the host of an international softball tournament for girls 18 and under, fast-pitch softball. We had teams from 26 countries uh, in Clearwater for an entire week. I had some fantastic softball at our um, Eddie Moore complex. Uh, Team USA beat Japan for the world title. Uh, like I say, nice. you didn't read about that in the local newspaper, but we were proud to be able to host that event. And the week before that, we had the girls fast pitch national championships here. So we're slowly becoming a, a fast pitch softball capital. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. So and, you, get and the... you, you know, USF and Coach Erickson from USF does a good job with his team in, in the winter months. We have like spring training softball tournaments for girls who come down from up north to get their season started. They play in several tournaments that USF, USF helps organize here in in Clearwater, and actually Eastern Michigan uh, comes down with the group and does some tournaments in Madeira Beach. So uh, we're learning the value of sports tourism to benefit the entire area. Yeah, absolutely. And USF coming in ranked number 17, uh, and then uh, having a couple of slow-started games here. So the Bulls, USF Bulls football, uh, that is, uh, you know, they're predicting that many analysts are saying you, you got to run the table now. you got such a, you know, the schedule's not very firm, or not a tough schedule, so tough, they're going to be, yeah. you know, they're going to be 12-0, and 0, hopefully. We'll see. That, that would be that would be great, you know. Yeah, Especially keep... get, given what happened to uh, FSU and, and losing its starting quarterback for uh, the whole season, which is um, unfortunate. Yeah, tough loss for them. Florida State Seminoles, man, that's a tough loss. You had to lose your quarterback on the first game. Uh, uh, Mr. Kredikas, can you hang with us? We're coming into our first break, but we'd love to have you hang out for sure. a little bit. I'll, We're I'll come stand back. by, yes, sir. Okay, perfect. And maybe we'll talk a little bit about winter and hope and uh, what's happening over there okay. with the Clearwater Aquarium. All right, perfect. So Brandon Rimes here, quarterback show. Uh, more coming up with our expert contributors as well as Clearwater Mayor George Kredikas. And then in studio, we've got Jason Avery and Leo Kane. In our feel-good story of the week as well, find out what this classy LPGA Tour player does with the $195,000 check. And more from our expert contributors. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. Hey, this is Grant Cardone, and you're listening to Consumer Quarterback Show, hosted by my friend Brandon Rhymes. Do not touch that dial. I'll come right through the radio and grab your throat. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372, online at ConsumerQB.com. 
listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, online at ConsumerQB.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-670-7372. All right, welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us. Brandon Rhymes here, quarterback show, owner of Platinum MVP Realty. And a top listing agent in Tampa Bay, featured in Florida Realtor Magazine multiple times, Top Agent Magazine, the Tampa Bay Business Journal, and others uh, recognized for our innovations with marketing, helping our sellers profit more on the sale of their real estate properties. We would love to talk to you. Check out PlatinumMVPRealty.net. PlatinumMVPRealty.net. And giving a shout-out to Felicia Lacaye with Healthy Gourmet. She's got meal plans starting at $90 a week delivered directly to your home or office Uh, optimal fuel optimal performance organic veggies natural proteins delivered fresh three times a week healthy gourmet felicia lacaye longtime friend of the program and uh, what else do you have in this world if you don't have your health it's a great delivery service i love it monday wednesday friday roll around and i've got a fresh new order delivered and uh, it's teasing the taste buds every monday wednesday friday great time all right, so in studio today, Jason Avery. He's the owner of Avery Construction and Remodeling. Uh, we've got Leo Kane as well, project manager with Barrel Engineering. And on the phone, we've got our special guest uh, today is Mayor George Credicus of Clearwater. And uh, we were talking before the break, we're talking a little bit about the Dolphin Tail, the big movie, and uh, the Clearwater Aquarium. So how are Winter and Hope doing over there? Mr. They're doing fine. I was just there the other day when um, Senator Latvala made his announcement that he was going to be running for governor of Florida. And they had Nicholas, the other dolphin there, that really stole the show as part of the senator's announcement. But the aquarium is in the process of, of adding a new parking garage and putting in some new tanks and just upgrading that entire experience there. So we're confident that they're going to continue to be an attraction for the entire Bay Area. And in addition, you know, not lose sight of its core mission, and that is to rescue animals, to rehabilitate them, and then to release them, uh, whether it be a sea turtle or a manatee or a dolphin. Yeah, that's great. You know, I saw that documentary, Plastic Ocean, uh, just recently. And, you know, I know documentaries are made to be slanted and all that kind of thing. But, you know, the the, the oceans are we, we definitely really you know have to be strong about protecting these oceans. And, and Brian, we don't realize sometimes when, when we just even drop a, a straw or a plastic bag, you know, it clogs the system. Uh, the, the fish digest it. The little turtles get caught in it. The fish get caught or, or the birds get caught in the lines. And, and we all have to take responsibility. Yes, sir. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, so yeah, so we got a lot of good things happening here in, in Tampa, St. Pete, Clearwater, great place to live, work, and play. And uh, when you think about, uh, you know, the, the, the market in general, you know, there's a shortage of inventory as far as real estate. You know, I'm in the real estate space. Uh, what are you seeing in terms of job growth and in that Clearwater uh, area? We're, we're trying to attract uh, the high-tech computer uh 
industry. We're getting, we're, we're talking about a, a new housing, two new housing projects that are, are one is already uh, being occupied, the no one. Uh, the other one, our 1100 building, is in the process of getting some new permits. Uh, we're looking at working in our downtown core for the tech industry and to encourage people, you know, who need just even a small office to do their work uh, and, and interact with others. We're looking at doing some redevelopment along those lines. So we've got that going on. And obviously, you know, tourism is number one here in Clearwater and most of Pinellas County, and we stay focused on that to make sure that in our hospitality partners just do such a good job uh, with the new hotels that come on that give you an experience that you want to come back. And that's what we're looking for. Yeah, yeah, that's great. You know, great place to to come and visit for folks out of town. And I love how, you know, we've had Mayor Buckhorn on the show just a couple weeks. We had a couple weeks ago, we had Mayor Christman on the show. And we we love how you all three, you work together. You're working together to bring uh, millennial talent, whether it's, you know, the, the, the school side, the technical training or, you know, the jobs, as you mentioned, infrastructure growth. So why don't you talk a little bit about that, how you guys work together? Yeah, Mayor, Mayor Buckhorn and Mayor Chrysler and I get together periodically for lunch. In fact, Mayor Buckhorn and I just were together the other day at the Bucks Luncheon uh, over there at the Glazer uh, Community Center. Mayor, it was on Election Day, so Mayor Chrysler was tied up. But uh, we've realized, and we think that, that our business partners have also realized, that we are a region. We're not competing against Tampa or St. Petersburg anymore. We're competing with other parts of the country. And whether it's in Tampa or St. Peter, Clearwater, if we can attract business here, if we can tra- attract investors here, we all benefit. And we have, have committed each o- to each other that we're going to work to try to do that, be it to attract businesses, to try to improve our transportation networks, and, and just be good partners in, right. in these efforts. Yeah, yeah. And, and- can you give us an example of that? Uh, by the way, Clearwater Mayor George Credick is here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. What would be an example of, of somehow where you guys have pulled together, you were able to, uh, we were able to beat out, say, say in Austin, Texas, or a, a Greensboro, North Carolina, whatever, you know, Raleigh, North Carolina. Well, well, from Clearwater's standpoint, unfortunately, we're we're basically built out, and it's hard for us to attract new businesses. But but most recently, uh, maybe a year, two years ago, uh, we were able to get uh, General Electric to bring its inf- inf- uh, instrument transformer unit and transfer all of its jobs from up north to a facility here in Clearwater. And and again, it's a small operation in the overall scheme of things, mm-hmm. but whether it's in Clearwater or in Tampa, you know, with what's going on in New Tampa or in the Carillon Center of, of St. Petersburg, uh, again, working together benefits all of us. Because, you know, we, we tend to forget sometimes uh, the average commute here in, in Pinellas County, it's not a five or ten minute walk. Most of us get in our car for 25, 30 minutes and we will will drive to Hillsborough or vice versa, you know, because we've chosen to live on the beach and work in Tampa or have chosen to live in Tampa or downtown St. Pete and work someplace else. 
Right. Yeah. So so infrastructure seems to be a, a challenge that we have. What what are we planning infrastructure wise? I hear some folks, you know, talking about potentially a some type of a east west transit uh, system. We, we we're going to be dedicating or, or breaking ground, I should say, on Thursday if the weather cooperates, a new PSTA terminal on the beach. Uh, eventually, we're hoping to be able to have a dedicated bus service from like Tampa Airport to the beach so that when you get off the plane uh, and you're a visitor, you don't have to worry about renting a car. You will be able to use a, a bus service. We've been you know, talking with people about some sort of an elevated gondola or personal transit system uh, to help ease the congestion. Uh, we also have started here in Clearwater a ferry uh, operation that you can park in downtown and use the ferry to go to the beach, and that has been very successful, the Clearwater Ferry, and it's going to be expanding and going into Dunedin and and some of the Bel Airs down the road. So we need to give especially our our younger people, uh, you know, an option, whether it's riding a bike or using a ferry or using public transportation, and especially our tourists, because, you know, they they come to the beach and they stay there. They don't necessarily need a car uh, to go someplace else. There's there's right. op, you know ways that you can get, for example, to the Dali Museum or to the uh, you know to the Buck Stadium if you wanted to go to the ball game or or, or to to the Trop. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's great. So so more of those ferry systems in place, having that that. Availability is going to help cut down on passenger traffic. Um, yeah. So, yep. so what else? You, you, what else you know, we, we can only build so many roads. Uh, and, right. And, and I was out in Los Angeles, you know, recently on a Bonera courier trip, and uh, you know, it was ten lanes of traffic, and we were stop and go. It took you know almost two hours to go. You know, 25 miles. And uh, I, I remember hearing uh, Kristen Chenowitz at a concert at Ruth Ecker Hall, Brandon, and she said, you know, she got stuck in traffic here in Clearwater and on the causeway, and she was late for her rehearsal. Uh, but she said, you know what? I looked out and I saw the sun setting and the water and boats. And I said, <laughs> you know what? If I'm going to get stuck in traffic, I want to be stuck in traffic in Clearwater, Florida, and not on some interstate in an industrial park in some other part of the country there you go <laughs> yeah i like that and uh so it's kind of a uh parting words of advice or parting uh you know you, you mentioned you do i remember last time we spoke you you do the courier uh project you you courier different vital organs or things of that nature uh, blood, blood yeah. product yeah blood products i, yeah. I was just with uh, a, a a gentleman on saturday uh Mr. German, who works for the Tampa Bay newspapers, and, and Tom just hit his 100th gallon donation. And, you know, as we're looking at the possibility of the storm coming in the area, you know, just just remind everybody to, to, to be, you know, take the warning seriously and, uh, you know, be ready. Be yeah. ready. Be ready. Get ready. Don't wait. Well, I want to thank you for calling in. We really appreciate you. you spending some time with us. Yeah, absolutely. Glad to be able to do that. Look forward to seeing you all soon. All righty. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. <laughs> all right. That's uh, Clearwater Mayor George Credick is here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. And uh, when we come back, more from our expert contributors and also find out what this classy LPGA tour player does with 
a $195,000 paycheck. Find out about that and more from our expert contributors. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. Hey, everybody. I'm Forbes Riley, celebrity TV fitness host and creator of The Spin Gym. I'm here today with Brandon Rimes, and you're listening to the Consumer Quarterback Show. Great ways to get happy, healthy, and wealthy. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372, online at ConsumerQB.com. You're listening to The Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. All right. Welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us. Brandon Rhymes here. Quarterback show, Platinum MVP Realty. And we're giving a shout-out to Signature Massage and Facial Spa in Tampa. Are you looking for a place to get a massage or a facial at an affordable price, but without having to sign up for membership? Look no further. At Swedish, at Signature Massage and Facial Spa, they offer a one-hour Swedish massage for $49.95, always no contracts. And come in early during the early bird hours, and you'll receive an additional $10 off. For those muscles and knots that need extra work, ask about getting a deep tissue or sports massage. And if skin care is what you're looking for, they have amazing facial and microderm packages available. Check out Signature Massage and Facial Spa, 11248 West Hillsboro Avenue in Tampa. And give them a call directly at 813-925-8898, 925-8898 to schedule an appointment. And also let them know the real estate quarterback sent you, and you're going to get a $10 off your first uh, service with them. All right, we're back here in studio, and we've got Jason Avery in the house, Leo Kane uh, as well in studio with us here. And uh, let's go ahead and talk about our feel-good story of the week here. we got our feel-good story. Tell me something good. So a classy LPGA Tour player donates entire winning check to hometown Houston. So it's safe to say LPGA Tour star Stacy Lewis earned some new fans for this one, and rightfully so. It's not often you see a gesture as heartfelt and genuine as this. And ahead of the uh, Portland Classic, she has uh, been living in Houston She was since she was 11 years old and whose husband is the head of the women's golf coach at the University of Houston. She announced that she would donate her entire check to the Houston relief effort. And it was interesting. It says, I was fine until my husband showed up, and then I started crying. You go through some all of these emotions, uh, finishing the second time when it's your fault, and sometimes it's not. Go ahead over your way, and you finally get really frustrated at times. He went through all of that with me and probably hard on him as it was on me. So just going to have him here and get to share the win with him was pretty special. So she donated while um, Marathon Oil is also donating $1 million. So her she donated her entire paycheck of $195,000 uh, to the local um, Houston Recovery Act. So that was good. That, that is a great story. And uh, I'd like to throw out a – a shout out to a local uh, company, a, yeah. a colleague, contractor, um, Greg Nelson, Nelson Construction out of Clearwater. And uh, he uh, got out on the uh, wire last week and uh, asking for donations. He loaded up a 14-foot trailer and uh, personally drove it out to uh, a shelter in Texas, left out last Friday to bring it out. And uh, he did a really good job of the promotion of it because I, I brought a batch of stuff up myself. And, nice. You know, I, I'm I brought cases of diapers and wipes and formulas and some baby cribs and stuff. And 
that seemed like a pile, but it, it was nothing in comparison to the mountains of stuff that he had sitting there at his uh, place, water and blankets. And, you know, yeah. he basically printed everything that was on the FEMA list and said, this is what, you know, what we're looking for. That's great. And, uh, yeah, w- what a brilliant job. And so hats off to uh, Greg Nelson and Nelson Construction and Clearwater for uh, making that all happen. Awesome. Yeah, and then where you, you know, you get online, you just find out where to drop it. You drive out there, take an I-10, I imagine. Yeah, I-10, he, he said over. he was just going to find, uh, look up one of the local shelters and just drive it straight to the shelter bring it straight to him nice good stuff all right let's talk with uh, leo kane as well leo um, we, we talked earlier you know your company can help people in in situations where they're building on they're adding on square footage you are a uh, engineer uh, by trade as well yeah, so, um, yeah we also can help people if their homes are damaged during storm events or flood events we can actually partner up with their public adjuster we can actually go out there and do evaluations uh, county of hillsborough fire structure damage forms we know how to fill those out we can help you with your fema paperwork in that scenario so we can help you after the storm if uh, unfortunately you do have an incident um, we, we can help you through that process as far as getting the correct paperwork filled out and the correct reports so you can be reimbursed and get to the head of the reimbursement queue as opposed to the tail end of it yeah, that's important. If the paperwork's not done properly, they're going to put it to the back of the stack and looking at another weeks to to get that reimbursement stuff in. Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping this won't be my eighth hurricane, but I've I've have done this before for seven hurricanes, so I'm very familiar with the entire process. And if you don't know how to fill out the paperwork correctly, or you don't have an engineering report when you go to file that claim, it can, you can take up to another six to eight months to just get get reimbursed. Wow, just to be in line for that. So, um, yeah, so we, you know, you kind of joked about it earlier. You know, we had sinkholes as a topic. Now we're looking at flooding. We're looking at uh, potentially having, you know, a hurricane hitting again. So, uh, yeah, we talked a lot about preparedness here, but, um, you know, anything else you want to add? Yeah, I know. I, I joke a little bit about me being involved in talking about all these different disasters, but as engineers, we're out there to keep the public safe. Mm-hmm. And that's why we're knowledgeable in how structures are built, how to withstand earthquakes or floods or high winds. So, yeah, I'm, I'm an expert in keeping you, you and your family safe. And that's why our motto at Barrel Engineering is protect what matters most to your family, because mm-hmm. we're out there to keep your family safe. Yeah. That's yeah. why we have building codes, Brandon. It's all about life safety. Every, right. Every, every aspect of it. Yeah. Building codes. So so let's say we get into these 175 plus. They're talking about maybe naming a new category of a Category 6. You know, 180,000 or 180 mile per hour winds, 190 miles an hour, maybe. What would be the threat or would there be potential threat to to just literally knock over two stories and down? Most of the construction in this area is based off of a 170 zone. So 170 three second gust. What people don't understand about the ASTM standard, it's based on a three second gust. So your shingles that are 110 mile an hour rated, they're rated for that for three seconds. So if you have 40 hours of wind at 50 miles an hour, that's going to tear it off just as much as like a five second gust would. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, you really, it gets cost prohibitive to build for the hundred year storm, the thousand year storm. So you build for the 10-year event. You build for the 25-year event. You don't build for the 50, 100-year event. So when you have that category, my last hurricane was Hurricane Ike, and it was in Houston and Galveston Bay. That was a category two, but they they didn't have the building codes that we did, and they didn't build for that level. So entire neighborhoods were flooded. Entire houses were blown over. Some of the strangest things I saw was a boat three blocks in from the water that was in the third story of a building. What about what about downtown, like downtown Tampa, downtown St. Pete, or even Clearwater, where you've got these, you know, 10, 20, 40, 50 story buildings? Would, would the potential 
would would those fall? It, it depends. I mean, what happens with the building envelope, and this is why your insurance, and we had Gary here with the insurance company, we mm-hmm. ensure he can talk more about it, but when you have that triangle called the gable for your roof and wind can whip it, the wind catches it and just rips it off and then the structure comes down, right. as opposed to something called the hip roof, which looks like a pyramid where the wind can't get underneath it because the wind gets stronger as you go further up. That's mm. why, like, in New York, they say the Empire State Building is swaying 100 feet in every direction because the wind is just constantly whipping it. So that our taller buildings are meant to withstand winds, but mm. 180 miles an hour, you're you're on the tornado scale at that point. As you just witnessed in Texas, it's really the, the, the water pressure from flood is mm-hmm. way more devastating and damaging than the wind you know pressure that it goes under. But as he alluded to with the roof, when you got the wind racing over the roof in a curvature similar to an airplane wing, you are creating a lift. Mm. So your vulnerable point is actually more about the glass up underneath. It, mm-hmm. It's when some piece of random debris hits the glass and breaks it. Now the pressure within the structure is able to change and lower, and that's going to create more of that lift, and the roof just lifts off the home. Oh, I see. So that's why you go out there and board up your windows. Mm. And 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 so important step if it's gonna if it's gonna come anywhere near you know a direct hit, and you definitely want to get out there board up windows you want to remove loose debris from your yard you know take away as many possible objects as can be that could be picked up and thrown across but even those people who have been out there uh upgrading their home and spending you know a thousand or twelve hundred dollars in opening to buy hurricane windows and uh keep this in mind folks is that that when debris hits that window it still breaks there's a, yeah. a there's a, a, a you know, a layer in between, almost like your bulletproof vest, a layer of Lexan usually that goes in between a couple layers of glass that per- prevents the objects from coming all the way through into the house and changing the wind pressure, et cetera. But the window still gets broken. So mm. for that thousand to twelve hundred dollars that you you spent for the window, you might want to take the time to go ahead and cover it up and protect it from the debris in the first place. Because uh, what's the best way to do that? And uh, again, just o- overlapping it with plywood, you're drilling straight into the structure. If it's a framed home, you're going to want to find your studs and make sure you hit them. If it's masonry, you're going to go ahead and set in some type of an anchor okay. you know, within the masonry block. Unless you can get into solid, you know, right around the perimeter of the window, they do typically have solid poured concrete with some rebar that you can drive into. But if you're overlapping and you get into hollow cells, you still want to throw anchors in that wall as well. Definitely. Yeah. And when but, we used to do it for the foreclosures, foreclosure homes, they would have us go on the inside, put two-by-fours, and run bolts through. They're long bolts. So that's, the, an, that's an option. There's too. a wide variety of different storm protection products, and uh, it's uh, at this point a little too late to try and uh, round those up. Right. But uh, the reality is what, you know, if, if we do take the brunt of a storm here in Florida, I've worked about five of them in Florida now, and w- when we got three of them in a row – yeah. Uh, several years ago, I was in the space of doing roofing and windows and siding and storm protection products, and that was where I lived. Yeah. Uh, let me tell you, following the hurricanes, we drove more than a million dollars per week in new sales for 14 weeks in a row after the storms. Wow. So with that much business, the big thing to look out for is that the contractors, you know, you start getting a, a wave of unlicensed guys that try and come Be to town. Must takes them a minute before they get caught. Yep. And uh, you also have the current people here who have all good intentions, but then they start losing their labor to somebody else who offered them a yep. 30% increase, and then the materials go scarce as well. You have to start ordering container ships from China just to make it happen. Great show today. Guys, be prepared out there, guys and gals, and continue to be a random act of kindness out there. Do something friendly. Help other people out, especially now more than ever. We're going to need your help. Uh, Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. Check us out online, ConsumerQB.com. On Twitter, at BrandonRhymes1. 
and PlatinumMVPRealty.net. If you're thinking about selling, we would love to hear from you. ConsumerQB.com. You've been listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Whether it's real estate, consumer, or financial advice, let Brandon call your next play. Contact Brandon Rhymes at 813-670-7372. That's 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. And join us next time for the Consumer Quarterback Show. Weekday afternoons at 5 on AM 1380. The Biz.